Hey guys, welcome to Pilf Podcast, the podcast I'd like to fuck. This was an exciting episode because I took on two men and it was glorious. I took on Mike and Dan from Pop Smoke and their podcast, The Smoke Pit. Uh, Mike, aka Cream Pie King, and Dan, who I am calling Pretty Eyes because his eyes are gorgeous, uh, came on to my podcast, my little old podcast, and I am so honored. They were an absolute treat to speak with. Uh, we talked all things fun, love, sex, dating, drinking, all the good stuff. Uh, and they did not disappoint. They're, they're truly some solid men. And uh, I hope you enjoy hearing us talk as much as I enjoyed talking to them. As usual, I was drinking. They said they were and naked and touching tips, but I don't know. I don't think they were really touching tips. I think they were just trying to make me feel good. But I'm all for lying to make me feel good. Keep it up, boys. So without further ado, adieu. I never know how to say that. Here are the Pop Smoke Boys. All right, how's that? Can you hear me? I can. Yay! I think the difference is that I had my headphones on, and for some reason that didn't work. But I'm glad it's working now. Hello. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm living somebody's dream every day. That's amazing, as long as it's someone's, I guess. Yeah, it's fucking not mine. So. <laughs> what are you guys drinking? Uh, what do we got? Yingling in the fridge, I believe. And the most important question, are you guys naked and touching tips as requested? <laughs> well, I'm always naked and fully erect, but Dan's in the other room right now. I think he's getting naked, so. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, this is why I love you military boys. You're so obedient. And I don't even have to tell you to say yes, ma'am. You just do it. Did I say yes, ma'am? No, this is, I'm speaking in the general, but feel free to say that. I'm not going to, but all right. <laughs> well, thank you for joining me on my podcast. Anytime, anytime. Um, yeah, sorry. Kill that. Is Stan there now? He's coming. Come on, Dan. Should not take a man this long to get naked. <laughs> <laughs> No, sorry, I was putting on deodorant. There it is. Oh, no, actually, I prefer it musky. You should have left it off. Oh, damn it. Damn it. Do some jumping jacks. I'll be right back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you guys are nuts. Okay, well, welcome to my podcast, and thank you so much for taking time to come on here. Yeah, thanks for having us. My pleasure. When Jared said that I need you in my life, I really couldn't ignore that. It was an aggressive call from his end. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I, I feel like he, he kind of used that as a blanket statement. He's like, bro, you need these egg rolls from 7-Eleven in your life. Right. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I really, you know what? It's been my life aspiration to be on par with 7-Eleven egg rolls. So this is actually an integral point in my life. Thank you. I would say you should aim higher, but I accept that a thousand percent. You know, I mean, coming from a guy who's living someone else's dream every single day, I feel like this is kind of the pot calling the kettle black. This is true. This is true. Yes. Yes. So, um, okay. I'm going to jump into right away taking issue with something. Sure. Because I feel like we need to clear the air. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah. Dan. Madam. On one of your recent podcasts. Oh, fuck. You know, it's a disclaimer that these cannot be used against me (laughs) in a deeper conversation with women. It's all evidence. (laughs) 
on one of your recent podcasts, you asked Mike if he would bang an old old woman and your example age was 45. Ooh. And I have to say as a 40-year-old, it stung a little. It was like right in the nuts. Yeah, I'm surprised you could hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I had my hearing aid turned good. all the way up that day. Good, good. Yeah. I mean, uh, to be fair. <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. Um, I, I think the gal that I have a date with this weekend is 19. There you go. Good um, for you, buddy. Really? Yeah, I mean, um, as as far as like um, like meme creator age, like I'm old as shit. So yeah. like I don't have a whole lot of room to talk. I got one foot in the grave as it is, so I'm just kind of poking fun at it, you know. How old are you guys? I'm 29. Dan, how old are you? I um I am uh, the Jesus age, 33. <laughs> <laughs> Precious young man. That's right. <laughs> so, how old does one have to be to be considered a cub? The the most commonly held convention is 10 years or younger. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, Mike, you're a cub. Nice. Dan, see, I'm old. Like. <laughs> no, you're not old. You're just not a. You would be a cub if I were 43 yeah, or 42. You'd be, you'd be like Simba in the middle of the montage where he's aging. <laughs> oh, exactly, yeah. exactly. You're at that good age where you like you probably still fumble in bed a little bit, but you can eat pussy semi with like a semi good amount of of gusto. So you're at a good age. I think that's kind of. Um, uh, I think that's more based on experience and age. Because, no, like, I'm... I'd only been with one person since I was, like, 24. And, you know, so, like, going into, like, my rebound, like, I feel bad for that girl because, like, she's like, oh, this guy's 24. <laughs> like, he probably knows what he's doing. No, not whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> I knew how to please one person, and she was into some weird stuff. <laughs> Define weird. <sighs> for legal purposes, I can't. <laughs> that's fair. Okay, that's fair. I'm always curious what people's definition of weird is because I'll have like, you know, some of my cubs will be like, no, whatever you want to do, like, I'm so down. And then I'll like suggest something. And then sometimes they look horrified. So I'm always like curious because, you know, people's minds are always a little bit different what they consider weird. So what was the one thing somebody brought up to you that you were like, no, that's too far? Or has that happened yet? You know, the the one thing I'm not down with, um, and I hate to kink shame because I am very pro like kink and, and whatever. Um, but what I get sometimes from especially from cubs is that they want to do mommy role play and I'm not down I with it. I knew it. I knew it. That's what's <laughs> on the streets right now. <laughs> and I don't get that though, because like, you know, if you call a guy a baby, like is he your child or not? Like make up your mind. Exactly. Uh, I mean, we all, that baby that's like a, a just a general term we all use no it's a, a term for a child you know mm-hmm. so like are you gonna breastfeed him or not yeah i did have one guy so apparently if you breastfeed on a non-lactating woman for like twice a day for like 20 minutes mm-hmm. she'll probably eventually start lactating or bleeding um or, or both yeah. and yeah, i did have one guy who we met when i was still on tinder we matched on tinder and Within like, you know, 10 minutes of us chatting, he was like, I just need to let you know that I have a breastfeeding kink. So if we go any further, I'm going to want to nurse on you regularly until you start lactating. Until I grow big and strong. (laughs) 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 Fucking weirdo. (laughs) And I was like, at first I was like, wow, that this is insanely soon to bring something like that up. But on the other hand, I'm kind of glad he did because... It's good to get that out of the way right away. Yeah. So I can be like, yay or nay. Right. But uh, yeah. So did you, say... did you pursue this guy or? You know, I didn't. 
You should have. Maybe you guys would have like fallen in love, and then you'd like be at Wendy's together as a couple. And he's like, "I want nipple," and you're like, "Okay." And you're like, All right. Like, yeah, and it's a big. I'll thing. be like super powerful on like exactly. the cover of like Time magazine, still <laughs> breastfeeding yeah. at 32. <laughs> <laughs> I am an innovator. That's right. Uh, yeah, I would say that's probably like, and, and it's the weirdest, t- like, I feel like kinks in general, they need to be brought up ahead of time um, and not just sprung on a person in bed. Um, and I had that once with a kid I hooked up with when I was still in California. Um, he didn't tell me he had the mommy kink and right. he did something in bed that kind of pissed me off. And I'm trying to, I don't even remember what it was. Uh, yes you do <laughs> no I mean it was like something stupid like it didn't piss me off that's a strong word like it kind of annoyed me like I think he like bit me too hard or something mm-hmm. okay um, yeah. and he immediately like went into this baby voice and was like I'm sorry mommy <laughs> yeah. Man, no put your no. penis away <laughs> yeah this is this is not way. okay not okay wow yeah I mean I, I totally agree with you like those things should be discussed beforehand because like you know, if uh, I'm in bed and, you know, like a, a girl pulls out a taser on a pineapple and she's like, give me your opinions on these right now. Yes. I'm like, I'm, I'm not prepared. <laughs> exactly. You need to give me warning. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like I need to, to think about these matters, you know, <laughs> you have to give it some thought. Yeah. No, I'm on. Are you guys familiar with the website FetLife? No. It's kind of like um, kind of like Facebook, but for the kink and uh, fetish community. Oh, so Reddit the format is more facebook but sure we'll say reddit um but you on there like you put like your hard limits like what you are absolutely not willing to do in bed and i never thought i would have to ever until i got on that website specify that i am not okay with uh bestiality and scat play but Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. When you say scat play, do you mean like, I'm the scat man? Yeah. God, if only. Like, if only. the right words. <laughs> it's like, I, I'm looking for a woman to shit on my chest. See, I feel like a lot of women frown at that, and I get it. But, I mean, you can't knock it till you tried it. No, I won't frown on it. Like, again, I'm it, as long as whatever you're doing in the bedroom is between consenting human adults, mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what you do. It just doesn't mean I'm not necessarily going to participate in it. So, so say like your dream guy, like dream age, dream face, dream everything fucking shows up at your doorstep and says, I'm going to rock your world, but I'm going to need to take like a deuce, a deuce and a half on your chest. No. Really? No way. Because he's me, not that, my dream guy. That got me going. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> that wasn't even for like my, like my dream girl. That was just military life. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> like the staff guard <laughs> shows up and he's like, I'm going to need to take a shit on you. And I'm like, yeah. that's fair. That makes know? sense. Yeah. And and you thanked him for it, right? Like, not yeah. only were you like, that's fair. You were like, thank you for shitting on my chest. Yeah. May I have another? Yeah. Please. Thank you, sir. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not down with that. And if, I mean, honestly, if he was the type who needed that in our sex life, then he's not my dream man. Mm. It's fair. It's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So what have you guys had any crazy shit pulled on you in bed? Um, the rock paper scissors for who goes first. I will let you go first. I'm trying to think. I've had like weird stuff offered, but I've never had it like in the moment. Usually, yeah. I and um, I and I don't want to say as to what because he's not uh, really letting on. But at some point within the last year, year and a half, he's had to pinky promise that he wouldn't talk about things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, multiple times. Yeah, so. twice in the same night. <laughs> 
I really want to hear this, but okay. So do I. I'm gonna tell it. <laughs> but I think you promised. Yeah, you know, and that's 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 sacred, you know. Yeah. That's fair. That's but, fair. Let's see here. Um, I think um I was like 20, 21, and like I said, I'd only been with like one girl in like a very committed relationship. And uh, I was just like, hey, like, let's do butt stuff. And she's like, all right, well, but I get to put a finger in your butt, so you know how it feels. Yeah. And me being dumb and naive, I was like, take a sip for my beer. And I was like, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. And so she put it in there, and I was like, man, I do not like this. <laughs> and then, could, you, could you paint the scene? Like, how were you stationed? What was oh, like face on? down, yeah. ass up. That's like, the way she likes, the way she likes butt, to fuck. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, straight up. And I mean, I'm, I'm not proud of any of this, but. Uh, if we're, you know, we're, we're, we're all friends here. Right, so right. We are, the, we are now. All, <laughs> all the strangers listening. Yeah. We're going to be <laughs> judging me for this. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. And so she's like, all right. Uh, 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 so we did that. And then I was like, all right, well, if you could get that out of there now, that, that'd be preferable. And yeah. she's like, all right. And then, man, this, she pulled it back like she was trying to start a lawnmower. <laughs> oh, not cool. And I fucking yelped. And I don't know. Um. Yeah, well, it was last time you saw Winnie the Pooh, but do you remember when, like, uh, Tigger bounces, yeah. and, yeah. like, how he goes straight up in the air, and his legs are straight out, and his hands are, like, kind of, like, back towards his tail? Yeah. Like, that yeah. was me. And you're like, woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> I shot um, <laughs> straight up in the air, Yeah, and it was um, very... Yeah, very. You were like, that was not splendiferous or whatever. <laughs> not <laughs> that was not splendiferous. Whatever Tigger says, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was... I, that actually not. makes me kind of have you ever have you had ass play since uh no mm-hmm. um not 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 since i'm kind wrong? of i'm really bummed because that can be like really hot for guys because your prostate's like a bundle of nerves and it's like basically like your butt clit and it's like it can be amazing <laughs> and i feel like she was like she kind of raped your clit and right. it makes me sad that you haven't gone back there because I, I think you would really enjoy it so, yeah, I, I've never had a girl stick her finger. So I tried to do it one time. Uh, I was drunk in the barracks alone, as I'm one to do. And I was like, I've heard everybody talk about, like, the male G-spots up your ass, right? Yeah. And so I had an electric toothbrush. And so I was like, all right. I mean, I'm drunk. I'm alone. I'm, <laughs> We've all used the electric toothbrush. Exactly. And so I put, like, the head of it in my – it's the most awkward scene. I'm in this dirty barracks, and I'm just naked in front of the mirror. And I'm shoving this toothbrush up my ass. And then I just get the head of it in. And I pull it out. I was just covered in shit. I'm like, well, this has been real hot. <laughs> well, why the head, though? Were you planning on changing it anyways? Well, no, I had to use it. I had to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> this is easily my favorite story on my podcast ever. Is it? Yeah. Um, shout out Jared for hooking us up. <laughs> He just—he knew. He's like, you've had a toothbrush in your ass, and you need to tell people. No, you know what? So I like one of my biggest things on that I like talk about on my podcast and stuff is just sexless relationships because I was in a sexless marriage for almost seven years, not by my choice. Wow. Um, and so I did the—I can't tell you how many times my trusty electric toothbrush doubled as as yes. a sexual pleasure in the bathroom. So I feel you on that. Like you can't help but look at it and be like, damn, you vibrate really nice. You should have used your husband's toothbrush. I mean, I think he would have been okay with that because weirdly, like on the on the rare occasions that he did have sex with me, he was into like he liked me to like get in the shower and like squat over his face and pee in his mouth. <laughs> so, but it was like it was the 
the weirdest thing because I would be like, yeah, he rarely fucks me, but when he does, he really yeah. goes for it. That <laughs> is fantastic. Zero to a trillion. Exactly. <laughs> Real quick. So yeah, I don't I don't think he would have cared if I used his toothbrush. I think he would have no. been okay with it. No. Yeah. Wow. What a nice yeah. guy. What's he doing? He uh we actually just texted yesterday. He's um yeah, still uh, we're both in from the Silicon Valley tech scene, so he's still working in the Silicon Valley tech scene. Oh, okay. Started a keto diet. I have no idea what's going on in his sex life. I'm assuming it's still boring, but that's sure. fine. That's I mean, what he likes. That's pe- his deal. Peeing them out isn't boring, but it's, <laughs> it's something. You, you want to know what's really weird? Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I asked. Uh, he refu- like he very rarely went down on me because he said it wasn't his thing. And I was like, so... Fair, just, fair. Just, which, fine, but I, there, I was kind of trying to reconcile this in my head. I'm like, so eating pussy isn't your thing but having one hover over your face and peeing on you is yeah get with the times it's so valid I... <laughs> he made this app we're talking on right now <laughs> <laughs> i think it has to do with like just selfishness because like going down would be like giving you pleasure and obviously he wasn't about that but like getting his Maybe. mouth beat in was 100 percent for him and only him yeah wow you just like cracked the matrix that is my ex-husband <laughs> i feel like i, I think feel like so legally like, i have to fight him now. i feel so much closure now thank you <laughs> no that was that's actually a really good point this has been this has been a great therapy hour i appreciate yeah, it exactly that's what we do on our show yeah. yeah here at the smoke pit we're all about figuring out why people pee on each other <laughs> why i mean why wouldn't you yeah. have you guys ever peed on someone not including like in the barracks but like then for sexual a- pleasure then absolutely not oh not for pleasure <laughs> <laughs> I um I distinctively remember being extremely mad at the uh the the girl that I was with. And so we're in the shower and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. And so I kinda like peed on the back of her cap a little bit. <laughs> and then like right when I knew it'd be enough to like alert her, like I stopped. You know, like I, I clenched the muscles, I did the male kegel and I stopped. <laughs> and then so she like looks back and she's like, Are you peeing on me? And I'm like, Do you see pee coming out of my dick? <laughs> She had like the red exclamation mark from Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then so that that went on and off for like probably like a good three or four turns. And I was like super hydrated. So it didn't like smell like pee. Nice. <laughs> and it was nice and clear. So it's not like she could look down and just see yellow. Exactly. And see yellow. It's yeah. the perfect crime. <laughs> it really was. It was. And then, you know, and then at that, that's when I really started getting fucky. So like I like cut my hands and caught some water and put water in my mouth. And then when I started peeing on her foot, she turned around and I was putting water out of my mouth like a fountain. And she was like, oh, that's what you've been doing. And then, oh, then bless her heart. Her. And bless then at that point, heart. I just let it all go. <laughs> I was facing me, started peeing on her foot. And I was like, well, I'm going to at least have half the fun I'm being accused of having. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you can't really get, I don't know. Like if you're already exchanging bodily fluids, you can't get that mad at a little urine. That's- I mean, I think that's that my aspect, philosophy like, anyways like I wasn't peeing on her because I'm like oh this is my baby and this is what she likes I was peeing on her because she just who she was as a person I understand <laughs> I understand I think we've all been there where it's like I fucking hate you at the moment and I want to pee on you yeah 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 but you mean, know what you can't say that to like I've found you can't say that to most guys and have them actually shrink away so mm, yeah, I think think the strategy yeah it takes a lot to make us shrink away it really does <laughs> Jesus yeah. Yeah. We're, all, we're all dead inside. 
you're all dead inside. Oh, that's why I love you guys. Yep. All right. So who went first last time? I think it was Dan. Mike, tell me about your worst date ever. Hmm. My worst date ever? Uh-huh. Hook up. Whatever. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I told the story on our show. About, it wasn't really a date. It was like a going out scenario where the girl pooped in my car. A lot of bodily functions. In that what? Trip. Yeah. Um, I like violently pooped. There not was a lot like, of poop, yeah. Not like a little bit of like a, a little squeaker. Yeah. No. What? It, it wasn't a Twix bar. It was a chocolate milkshake. Yeah, it was oh, whole, dear God. It was the whole she, Hershey factor. Was she mad at you? No, she was just drunk. I'm pretty sure she got roofied, but it's a whole thing. Yeah, and just to clarify, he was saving her. Yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't roof her. Did she at least pay for your car cleaning? She did. Eventually, I had to corner her in the barracks fucking laundry room. And then, yeah, she was avoiding me that next week, even though so it was in the hot Carolina sun. All that poop was baking into my car. Oh, my God. And so I had to walk to work like a bum, even though it was like a block away. <laughs> That's fucking terrible. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I think bodily fluids on a date at any point is... Pr- I remember uh, I had gone on a date a few years ago, and I got... It was a first date, and I got way too hammered. I like and it. <laughs> <laughs> we were Ubering back to my place, and I realized that I had to throw up. Hold and uh, I said... I remember clearly saying... It is not ladylike to throw up. And then I threw up into my handbag. <laughs> <laughs> Which honestly, like, I know my Uber driver was probably like, thank you for not actually getting puke on my car. Because I was like, I need to take one for the team and not yeah. throw up on this poor guy's car. And so I threw up into my handbag. Nice. But the guy still nailed me when we got of home. Of course so... he did. I, I guarantee he asked you to dump it on his head, psycho. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I I hooked up with a girl after she threw up. Yeah, of course. And like we, uh, we were out at the club, and so I'm like, all right, like how do I close? Like how do I get her back to my place? And I was like, hey, do you like want to go back to my place and build a pillow for it and like bake cookies? And she was like, fuck yeah, I do. That's the best way to get a girl back to your place. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I, I have a lot of game. Like this, is... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very handsome, and the girls that I'm with are very attractive. So I like... too am very humble. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm only I'm only semi well employed, so it had to be something. Um, it really takes a lot less than most guys think to get us in the sack. I feel like they feel like it's some big like long game you have to play, and a lot of the times it's not. Yeah, so I um, I get the girl back to to the place, and we we build like a like a makeshift like really shitty fort. Like I took like the two couch cushions and like stacked them. And like hung like a curtain from the lamp or like a sheet from the lamp. Like it was like just the jankiest Ford ever. And then so I was like, all right, time for the sex. <laughs> and so we start making out and she's just like, where's your bathroom? And I'm like, back that way. And she gets up, runs to the bathroom and just here just like, Ugh. and I'm like, wow, like that's the first time kissing me has ever made a girl throw up. <laughs> but it wouldn't be the last. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. And then so. I'm, I'm, and like mind you i'm just hearing all of this because like i'm, I'm kind of drunk i'm in this shitty fort i can't really see too well <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> and so i hear like uh, flush uh, flush oh. i'm like that's kind of rude to my water bill but whatever yeah. <laughs> i guess we're splitting the bill now yeah and then i hear and i'm like and she's using my toothbrush <laughs> oh my god <laughs> 
spoiler alert, it was in her ass. <laughs> and then I hear gurgle, gurgle, gurgle. I'm like, and my mouthwash. <laughs> okay. So now I'm like about like $3.72 in utilities and, and home goods. Are All you right. a fucking, are you a member of the tribe? You're <laughs> talking like one. Are you a fucking Jew? Uh, I think I have like 1% European Jew. It's enough to know his water bill. <laughs> yeah. I, I was enlisted. I didn't have a lot of money. I was paying $1,200 in alimony. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, go on. Yeah. And so, you know, like that's, that's the kind of life where you consider using condoms twice. Yeah. I, yeah. And so she comes back out and she's like, just so you know, it wasn't you that made me throw up. I'm like, gee, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's my boner back. <laughs> yeah. And That's all you needed to say. Right. <laughs> Either way, it's not going away. She, she said that. And then um, um, then she comes back in the fort. We have sex three times in the fort, I want to say. And then once in the bed. And yeah, so that was very classy. Yeah. I think that's one one of one of my more eventful evenings. A true boot and rally. Yeah. Really? Did she ever pay you for the water bill? <laughs> um, in a manner of speaking, yes. <laughs> she paid you in head. Good for her. Good for her. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll leave it at that. I mean, I really, I feel like we've kind of covered everything, so we can leave it at Actually, that. Actually, uh, there's one little bit of information about that story that I forgot. Please bring it forward. Um, so, we, after the next morning, we're like, hey, like, that was pretty wild. Like, you know, we might want to bang it out a few more times, but we probably shouldn't date because that was like, a really rocky start. And <laughs> we're both like, yes, we agree to this. And then she went on, married this guy, and I am the godfather of one of her children. How did you forget that part? That's like the most <laughs> integral part of the story. It's called, you know, dramatic emphasis. I was trying to build to it. Yeah. Good job. That yeah. is, and he is, has no idea. Well, he does now. I'm going to find him. Make sure he listens to something. The show brings people together. It really, it does. It's the Jerry it does. Springer of podcasting. <laughs> Here's your godfather. Mom will be proud. Mm-hmm. I am actually, uh, so I'm drinking Chardonnay because I normally do, but I'm drinking it out of a Hooters cup. So I feel like that's very apropos for this episode. Oh, nice. Yeah. 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 That works well. Um, I actually, so how did you hook up with this 19 year old girl? Or are you not allowed to say? Uh, she slid in my DMs. Oh, yeah. you guys get girls sliding in your DMs? Like I haven't picked up a girl from a bar in like five years. Yeah. Didn't you slide in mine? Yeah, like that's <laughs> how we're here. No, well, yeah, but I wasn't sliding. I was commenting on your flawless music sense. Mm. Yeah, but that's what sliding, sliding is. That's like, what do you sliding. think we say to girls? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, yeah, but I was trying to bang. Like, I'm pretty straightforward. Like, if I want to bang a guy, I will go into the DMs and be like, I want to bang you. Are you saying you wouldn't bang me? I mean, he is a cub. He is a cub. I don't know. I mean, you're hot, but... That's what I was looking for. We're good. Yeah, we're good. Okay. <laughs> Ego sated. Another day <laughs> Not today, I just, old friend. Yeah, right. I just Not feel today. like a guy whose nickname is the Cream Pie King. Like, yeah. Uh, well, he has you know? several nicknames. Um, yeah, Mr. Sex Man. Yeah. Um, let's that's see here. <laughs> Unless you have more. I think it's Mr. Sex Man, Cream Pie King. Uh, there's also... Um, 
something to, I, I don't remember exactly what it was because the girl was kind of drunk and angry when she was messaging me. <laughs> uh, but something to the effect that he has plan B pills and Pez dispensers on his hip like an old Western cowboy. Yeah. And he is the fastest hand in the West. I, do have I stock, mean, I, I feel like these are just compliments. How is this in any way a slight towards him? I don't think they're slights. They're just nicknames. Yeah, I mean, most, true facts, yeah. Yeah, most girls aren't nearly as good at roasting as they think they are. So they're like, you know, like they, they'll, they'll send out insults thinking they're insults, but they're really just ego boosts. Yeah. I mean, Plan B is fucking expensive. I, if a guy actually like had Plan B ready to go, I would be like cream pie me now. Thank you. I have I, three in my drawer right now. That's not a joke. Yeah, like you ever see those? Uh, I think it was like Mr. and Mrs. Smith, where they have the weapons all over the house. <laughs> like, if you take like your hammer fist and like hit any part of this wall, like a cupboard with it, it's gonna open up somewhere. Yeah, this is amazing. And no, yeah. that, that's actually all you can want in a guy who has Plan B ready to go. Yeah. Not so much. When I went to Singapore, um, I needed Plan B <laughs> when I touched down at the airport. And I was a little worried because I didn't know, like, how easy it was to get it in Singapore. Turned yeah, because, like, you know, it's like, I don't know, do women have rights there? Are you going to get caned? Like, what's up? Well, exactly. I was like, if I even mention Plan B in the airport, am I going to get beheaded right there in Terminal 3? Like, I was not <laughs> sure how this was going to go down. Right in front of um, the Chick-fil-A. <laughs> exactly. But, like, I had, you know, unfor- I had an unfortunate incident the night before with my cub at the time. Um, and by unfortunate, I meant I was just completely careless. And, um, yeah. yeah. And the next morning I got to Singapore, by the way, forgot about the time difference. And so he was house sitting for me and taking care of my dogs. And I called him and I was like, your sperm is in Singapore. That's and he dope. was like, Jess, it's 3am. <laughs> Honestly, like that sounds like the sweetest thing I've ever heard. No kidding. I was awesome. excited. I was yeah. like, dude, your kids are in Singapore. What's exactly. up? Yeah. He was like, not, he wasn't happy about being woken up. He liked to sleep, but I'm, I don't like him. No, I'm not like at all. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm glad that you, you murdered his child with, with a pill. I, I, agree. I did. I did. But here's the thing in Singapore, not only was it fucking easy to get the morning after pill, they are a dollar. Dude, would you really trust the morning pill, uh, morning <laughs> after pill that is a dollar? I mean, I'm not pregnant, so <laughs> <laughs> I was seriously ready to stock up and like get them as stocking stuffers for my girlfriends. I was like, how many of these can I buy at a time? But there was Legally, a limit. How many can you give me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I will buy a hundred right now. My mind is blown right now. A dollar? I will a pay, dollar. I will pay that plane ticket right meow to go there. Just to stock up, it's worth it. Oh Are my you, God. Like, fucking a, a dollar in Singapore. That's beautiful. God bless Singapore. That's yeah. right. I mean, don't spit gum on the sidewalk because you will get caned. Yes. But dollar plan B. But dollar plan B. <laughs> Absolutely. That's plan Bang. A. <laughs> <You can> cream. <laughs> yeah. It's one of my favorite tweets of all time. It's awfully bold of plan B to assume I had a plan A. <laughs> like, That's really good. That was my plan A. <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay. Best country you've ever banged in. Ever banged in? Ooh, mm-hmm. Good question. Mm. Well, I mean, obviously, no, America is the best question. country, I period. Was, yeah, anytime I cream pie woman, I'm staring at a goddamn American flag. <laughs> yeah, no joke. Um, Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It's um, very patriotic. <laughs> I hit a girl in the butt in Paris one time. Oh, that seems so appropriate for some reason, and I can't figure out why. Because here's the thing, right? <laughs> I was like, hey, what's up with the butt stuff? And she's like, yeah, right. And I was like, there's got to be something, right? Like some bargaining chip. She's like, well, if you ever take me to France, because she knows that like I kind of have a thing against the French. <laughs> um, 
And but then that's another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's like, if you ever take me to France, I was like, all right, cool. Then like flash forward like two years, um, I, I take her over to Europe and we're, we're just backpacking, which is surprisingly cheap when you get there. I flew from uh, Par- Lisbon, Portugal to Paris, France, $20 one way each ticket. Jesus. And so we get there, we go to the Eiffel Tower, I take her to the top, we have champagne, watch the sunset while drinking champagne from the top of the Eiffel Tower, you know, like beautiful French music, we go to a romantic candlelit dinner, we get back to the hotel, and I was like, butt stuff. That's right. Butt stuff. And she was like, what? And I was like, on this date, (laughs) I screenshot it. Wow. And I sent it to myself in an email with subject line, butt stuff, so for easy searching. Get a laminated thing around (laughs) (laughs) With my passport. Put it in a Gmail alert. That's amazing. Yeah, I was like, you said that if uh, I ever took you to France, we could do butt stuff. Mm. And I was like, and considering the romantic ass day that we had, I think I learned this. (laughs) And she was like, all right, well, if you go down to the front desk and get me a few more drinks from, like, the hotel bar, she was like, I'm down. Boy, I was fucking Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking ran into some fucking stuffy French dude in the lobby. All, all my coins went flying everywhere. <laughs> You're like, le butt stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, he was like, I get you, yeah. dude. We, oui, we. Oui. And, and get this, right? All they had left that, that you could, like, take with you was PBR. <laughs> oh my god they have so, that there they do and so i grabbed like four cans of pbr yeah. and went back up to my hotel and i got there she's like what the fuck is this <laughs> i'm like hey you know do you want to do this drunk or do you want to do this sober yeah it's amazing yeah. just like the correlation of the two from the trailer parks of indiana to the eiffel tower in paris pbr causes butt stuff <laughs> yeah. it really it really, it really does. does it's consistent that's consistent yeah good for you and then so like we start going at it and She's just like, all right, cool. Like, I'm ready. And so we start doing butt play and all that. And it goes in there. And so, like, I'm giving her the business. And she's like, I don't think I can take this anymore. And I was like, well, I'm about to come. If you, but if you want me to stop. And like, before I could even say that, she's like, yeah, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. We know. We know what gets you guys there. Yeah. yeah. And then, so. Yeah. Just tell us to do what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Right. We're, you just, just need to be cheered on, essentially. A hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. yeah we, 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 our, our egos are fragile. We need a little encouragement from time Absolutely. to time. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, you know, if the, if the guy's not making any noise, he's probably not enjoying it whatsoever. Yeah. I, I, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you probably forgot the girl's name before you were finished having sex with her. A hundred percent. But. <laughs> but you can still make noise. I mean, that's why I call all my cubs babe. You don't have to remember their fucking name. You just right. say, oh, babe. See, but I, I've been accosted multiple times by different girls for not making enough noise or even noise at all when we're having sex. And that I, is annoying. Is it? Yes. But I'm just like usually drunk and try not to sweat on him. And... <laughs> yeah, and he, he um, and I've, I've been there watching through the window, so I right. know this. <laughs> um, you, you remember that scene in Clockwork Orange where the guy is sitting in the chair and he's making yep. that like face with like the really tense music? That's yeah. his sex face too. Mm-hmm. That is actually kind of a turn on, but yeah. I have to say the not making the noise thing, that's obnoxious. I mean, I'm like, I'm there. I'm in the moment. Um, and when he uh, actually has his moment where he orgasms, he says, woohoo from yeah. the Simpsons. Yeah. I mean, that's better than nothing. Yeah. <laughs> the guys that get me are the ones who make no noise. They just kind of slump over. And I'm like, did you just fucking have a heart attack? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah I mean, even if I'm not making any noise during, I have an O noise for sure. I'm always like, cowabunga or whatever I do. <laughs> In my experience, even like even the guys who don't make noise, they all do the same grunt when they come. It's like like almost like they're constipated. It's like a constipation grunt. Can we hear uh, your impression of that? 
Yes, it can. Hold on. Let me. Look, I need to get in a character. For sure. It's like a. <gasps> <laughs> Is it really? Let's <laughs> see. That's more inhale than I'd feel. Like I feel. No, like I was. I was exhaling. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. That's like this. They all have the same grunts. And it's, it's scary, but yeah, no, you need to make some noise. Like we love that. It's so hot when a guy makes noise. See, but a lot of, well, not a lot, but these couple girls I'm talking about, like I didn't make any noise, but they were like having full on conversations and it wasn't like, oh, you like that? Oh, you know, are you enjoying this? It was like, Hey, what's Did you going want on with you? Yeah. yeah. What's going on with you? Like, why are we watching this Price is Right documentary? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was the best documentary. How fucking good was that? <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> that guy is the man. I fucking love that dude. And he was like not him. creepy. Like he was just like, I'm doing my thing. Yeah. And even with the model, like he wasn't creepy about it. He right. was just really cute and sweet and like not overly pushy. And he's like, Yeah, I'm a fucking savant when it comes to the price of right. And I want to get this Bundy. model. Yeah, yeah. Very Ted <sighs> Without the murders, yeah. Or, I mean, I mean, no, we'll wait 10 years and find out. <laughs> Second documentary. Yeah, all those bodies are in that big wheel. <laughs> I'm so there for that fucking documentary. And I would definitely fuck during that documentary. Right. Yeah. Right. For it's sure. Like, if, especially if you've already seen it. I guess I just like, timestamp that girl. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. No, you definitely need to make some noise. Because it's hot when guys are like, because that's how we know you like it. Well, I mean. But if, again, if you're asking for positive affirmation, I'm with it. Like, you like that? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> you know, how people Indeed, talk. madam. Indeed, yes. Twice. <laughs> yeah. Twice. Good. But, uh, but if, like, if you're legitimately, like, ha- trying to have a full-on conversation, like, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm no good on that. But I think it's also kind of, like, regional because, like, I've watched some, like, Irish point porn and, like, they're making, like, the little fucking, like, cooing Irish noises and, like, the clicking. Wow. Like, okay. the, and, they like, click? Yeah. Like, <laughs> have you ever been to Ireland? No, I mean I'm terrible at an Irish accent, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna butcher your your listeners. Can you ears. can you do the click? It's like <laughs> I thought they did that in Africa. Well, it's I mean that too, that but too. so it's like they're kind of like trying to get a horse into the stable. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're like, and because like Irish accents are are a little effeminate in my opinion, you know? Uh, they can be for sure. Yeah, too. unless you're just like really surly and drunk. Yeah, but. Like, you know, guys' voices usually get, like, either a little softer or, softer or you know, more aggressive, yeah. depending. Unless you're Conor McGregor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, and so I was watching that, and I was just like, man, like, these are, are not appealing. Because I'm, I'm not into it, like, in porn when, like, they focus in on the dude, and, like, he's like, oh, yeah, dropping loads. <laughs> I'm like, that's that's not why I'm here. You know? Bing, bang, boom. <laughs> like, that's not why I'm here, clearly, you know? And then, like. The, my biggest fear is that like there's gonna be like a time traveler and he's gonna like portal into my room and before he like unfreezes time he's just gonna like look at my laptop and see me jerking it and just see like a dude yeah. and be like oh this chap is gay yeah. <laughs> and then like just carry on <laughs> and like that'll be documented you know yeah I kind of want to sleep with you now just so that when you're just about to come I can lean forward and click in your ear yeah. and be like and feed him, him a carrot yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, and I mean, now my donkey let me stick my finger in your ass. There you go. That's actually oh. kind of refreshing because recently it's just been girls that are like, oh, give me blue-eyed babies. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? is that all you want from me? Do 
Really? Have you not seen my eyes? I know. I called you. You can ask Mike. I called you pretty eyes to Mike. Yeah. And so girls were like straight up like, give me blue eyed babies. This one girl was just like, man, I just want to pluck your eyes out and keep them in my purse so I can stare at them whenever. And I was like, I'm not going to lie. That's kind of weird. She's like, that's a little creepy. She's like gruesome. I know. And I was like, block. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if it makes you feel any better, I don't have, nor do I ever want babies. So I can assure you, I will not steal your sperm. I might take it to Singapore, though. Oh, I mean, you'd have to find it. I got a vasectomy. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's guys who have vasectomies are so fucking hot because it is the best way to say I like to fuck, but I don't want kids. And that's just the sexiest thing a guy can say to you. Yeah. And furthermore, the um, the girl that I was with at the time, it was uh, very hazardous to her health for her to get pregnant. And I was just like, instead of you getting a hysterectomy, I'll get a vasectomy because it's reversal and reversible and far less complicated. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah, and then know. there's Mike, who's like, I'm going to cream pie you. I <laughs> no, I like this. It's I like yin and yang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we reached a certain demographic with our show. Yeah. So, I mean, and then, like, you know, the idea that, I, I don't know, like, you get uh, a kid and, like, it's just, like, that's always a fucking factor from then on out, you know? I'm like, oh. Kids, and I think that when my ex-husband and I met, and he's like, I don't want kids. And I was like, cool, let's do this, because I don't either. Because it's rare to find somebody who's like, oh, I don't want kids. It is. It really is. And I think that that's why, like, um, yeah, I think that's why guys with vasectomies are fucking hot. Yeah, like, I was fucking with this one girl, and, like, she said something that was, like, really fucking witty. And I was like, yep, that's it. Time to get you pregnant. And so I picked her up over my shoulder, threw her on the bed, cream pied her. And she's just like, that's so exciting. We're about to have it. Like, you're trying to put a baby in me. And I was like, I told you I had a vasectomy. Did you forget that? (laughs) And she was just like devastated because she thought like I was legit trying to impregnate her. So, you know, what's really weird is uh, even though I don't have kids and never wanted kids, one of my fetishes is impregnation and yeah, it gets but then you don't want to breastfeed babies like yeah, exactly. <laughs> i don't like, want to i don't want to breastfeed you on. um but it's gotten weird a few times where it's like a role play thing but then it's kind of gotten to that point where they're like no like do you really want to do this and i'm like i can't tell if you're serious or not anymore <laughs> like i feel like we've reached that line where it's like okay we need to say the safe word now because you're acting way too serious about this <laughs> Because it is kind of hot when a guy says that. Yeah. As long as he doesn't mean it. <laughs> that's right. Lie to me. Yeah, Play, yeah, like, that's fine. I'll say yeah. it. Lie to me. Yeah. Yeah, just like when Mike says, I love you, and he doesn't mean it. Yeah. Oh, yes, exactly. Because you're just trying to get that cream pie. I was talking about to Dan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't change the, the, the follow-on statement. He's just trying to get the cream pie. Cream pie yeah. <laughs> no, that's fair. I mean, how else are you going to get him to touch tips with you? That's true, yeah. She was demanding before he came out here that we be touching tips during this. Well, yeah. or like, so like he's putting it into my butt, pulls it out, no, and then no, like, like, I pull it between like my legs. Stocking? No, no, just like rub them together like a... I don't know, like the way horses greet each other. Like just I mean, sort that, of a... The video is literally on our YouTube. Like, yeah, exactly. Of you guys like touching tips? Of yes. us docking, yeah. What? Are you serious? <laughs> I mean, we ha- obviously we had to blur it like a Japanese porn, yeah. so we didn't get banned, but it's on there. So it just looks like two blurred penises doing the Japanese finger trap thing. Yeah. This is going in my rub hub. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> rub hub, I like it. 
<laughs> I so I have been back on a single scene for two years, and I have been trying to get guys to touch tips, and it has not once worked. Well, I'm, I'm just scared we won't get them apart. <laughs> what if they like each Isn't other? Isn't that so even much? better? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. There are a lot of scabs and cheese down there. So, like, if they <laughs> literally, they could fuse together. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Are you guys, wait, are you guys uncircumcised? <laughs> no, we're both circumcised. Damn. <laughs> then you can't say cheese. Uncircumcised guys are the best, but they do get that cheese spilled up sometimes. Yeah. Is, have you felt a difference between, I mean, obviously seeing the difference, but have you felt a difference in between the two? No, it's not that I can feel the difference. It's just they are so fucking sensitive that it's so hot because, first of all, blowing an uncircumcised guy is the easiest thing in the world. It lasts like two minutes and then he's done. Mm. Um, but also they're just very, they're so much more responsive because their dicks are like super sensitive. Okay. Yeah, because they have that layer of protection. Like I don't wear underwear, yeah. so my... My dick spends all day rubbing on denim, mm-hmm. you know, so like a girl's mm. got to put in some elbow grease, you know? Yeah. yeah. Why? I'm just curious. Why no underwear? Um, I was in Iraq. The heat index was 148 with the humidity oh. and I had a meltdown. Like I, I was about a cunt hair away from murdering an entire village. <laughs> and the thing was, it's like the extra layer of underwear was just, it just made it that much more muggy. Fair. That from that day, I was just like, if I never ever again. Wear, yeah, like I, I might do it on occasion, like if I have like uh like a special event to go to or if I'm meeting a girl's parents, like, you know, <laughs> oh, whatever the case is. But as for like day to day wear, I was just like, no, like no. It, if I ever get to that point of rage again, like I will murder a village. That's fair. I can get that. I mean, I can't get that from the military aspect, but as I'm very open about on my page, I'm on uh, I'm on the autism spectrum. I have autism spectrum disorder level one. Um, and so I have uh, sensory processing issues like most autistics do. And there are times when my sensory overload is like so strong that I'm like, I need to fucking get out of here because I'm ready to curb every motherfucker in this room. Yeah. So from that standpoint, I get it. Yeah. So like if you want kind of like something compared to for the listeners, mm-hmm. like go in a sauna wearing a trash bag suit and then put like a blow dryer right on your junk. Mm. Like have somebody in the corner trying to kill you. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, it just like, it was just like a fucking super nebula of must down in my balls. And I was like, never again. That sounds fucking horrible. It like, was truly horrible. Yeah. When people are like, thank you for your service. That's the kind of things they don't know about. <laughs> that's no, no, we would never know that. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm like, shot at, fine. I mean, yeah. I might have never had kids anyways, because I'm pretty sure it cooked my fucking eggs. Yeah. They're both hard boiled yeah, now. Absolutely. Aww. Maybe it's I didn't just a bunch of floating sperm in there. <laughs> yeah. No joke, though. Like if say like you have like one of your cubs. And, like, you want to get cream pie, but for whatever reason, plan B is not tenable. Like, have them go take, like, a hot bath. <laughs> like, legitimately, yeah. it lowers your sperm count. Yeah. Have them broil those things. Yeah. Good, good to know. Yeah, yeah. Good to know. Um... Yeah. And also, what, the inside of your mouth is, like, what, like, 98 degrees? Mm-hmm. So, ladies, if you don't want to get pregnant, suck on some balls before you have sex. That's right. Oh, dude, I'm all about, you know, I, I, I love the smell of, like, um, like armpits and ball sweat on a guy like like when my husband would like he worked on cars a lot he would work in the car like he'd be in the garage all day and he'd come in super sweaty and I'd be like I need my nose and those balls right fucking now Uh, so I am not about like uh, give me those balls in my mouth and now that I know that it'll lower my chances of getting pregnant Mm -hmm. fucking gargle those things I'm in it yeah I'm all about that that is beautiful I'm gonna do that thank you thank you I've learned so much I've learned 
a lot about myself, <laughs> a lot about balls. Yeah, this is what we do here. <laughs> you guys really, yeah, you brought it. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Wait, you're telling, me, you're telling me Jared didn't talk about balls when you guys interviewed? <laughs> you know, we talked, to, oh, Jesus, well, we talked about, because um, we're both polyamorous, although, I don't know, I just hooked him up with my friend and they seemed ready to get married. Um, we <clears throat> talked about polyamory and porn was was kind of I, I can't say we touched on balls too much <laughs> whack <laughs> <laughs> so you guys truly have like you know kind of added that extra layer and i appreciate it Great. um so quickly before we go i would love to hear so i've been listening to your podcast and i love it but it's awesome so i wanted to give you guys a chance to just talk about your podcast a little bit because um you just recently started season two right yeah, um, we started the first season about five, six months ago, mm-hmm. and it did really well, and we were getting a lot of support, and kind of the idea behind it was, is one of the coolest things about the military is having that camaraderie and that, that experience where you don't even really have to know somebody personally, but just because they're wearing a uniform, like you kind of already have that trust where you'd be more likely to tell them stories like we told just now, Yeah, you know, just meeting somebody. And so the idea was that everybody goes to the designated smoking area, which is called the smoke pit, whether you smoke or you don't, that's where all the hot gossip is. That's where the rumor is. That's where the roast sessions are. That's where, you know, all the cool kids hang out. That's really awesome. Yes. We wanted to kind of recreate that where, you know, Mike and I, we just shoot the shit. We tell stories that are just crazy enough to be true. Uh, We talk about what's on our mind. We, we reply to our fans really often. We have, we're really good about feedback and, reading messages and replying to them on social media and talking about the things they bring up to us. Cause at the end of the day, you know, we're just like anyone else. Um, just because we have a show doesn't mean that we don't experience the same things, like whether it be joy, depression, cream pie, whatever the case may be. <laughs> like a lot of these concepts are universal. I think, you know, I think it's on a serious note, you know, I have a very, uh, not even on purpose, but I have a pretty large military following, like most of my, and, and I think it's because Sean from Decelerate and I became pretty close. Um, I mean, I just started my Instagram page in, uh, August and mm-hmm. him and I, I don't even remember how we connected. I think it was over boobs. Cause we both really love boobs. Um, uh, no, and- no, no, I, I most certainly sent him uh, a screenshot of one of your tweets yeah. And he was just like, this is fucking hilarious. And yeah. then you guys hit it off. Wait, that back in August? Yeah, Sean and I are, are we, we, we talk like almost daily. So you sent him one of my tweet screenshots back in August and you just followed me a month ago? Well, like I said, it was a Twitter screen. Just teasing you. (laughs) I'm totally teasing you. (laughs) I mean, you just said you just. I was now. I was pulling one of those chick things. So what you're saying? No, I'm totally teasing you. Oh well, thank you. I I'm actually I have to thank you because I adore Sean. Um and and yeah, so I think through him like sending me a you know we we got close and he shares a lot of my stuff so i've gotten a large military following um and i actually started my podcast usually um and i did this format with jared just kind of let's drink and shoot the shit but usually i am answering advice questions because i for whatever reason started getting a lot of advice questions to my inbox and so i'm like all right i'll start a podcast and start answering them um and what's really broken my heart and also i think to a degree made me feel like i've been in way over my head 
um, is that because as I started growing my, my following of military, I get a lot of DMs um, from, from men um, who will write me and they'll be like, I'm depressed. I want to kill myself. And I'm like, <sighs> and I, I'll talk them through. I had one guy um, on Christmas. He had just gotten back from deployment and his wife walked out on him and his two-year-old daughter on Christmas day to be with the man she's been cheating on him with. And he wrote me on Christmas day and was like, I, I am trying really hard not to hang myself right now. And I was like, I'm, and I was like, I'm here. I will talk to you all fucking day if I need to. But it, it is one of those things where the sheer volume I get sometimes of those messages is heartbreaking and even a little overwhelming because I'm like, I, I want to help, but I, first of all, have no idea. Like I can't possibly put myself in their shoes and where they're coming from. I've no, you know, my parents were both military, but I've never been in the military, so I can't know where they're coming from. Um, and it's incredibly heartbreaking when I do get those messages to just kind of do my best to say, here are some resources and yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, and you gotta be careful with that stuff. Cause I mean, you just being a natural, like, caring person, you got to look out for empathy fatigue because once it hits you, it doesn't go away. You can't, mm. yeah, you can't drown yourself trying to save all these other people. Yeah, yeah. that is a really good point because I, I think there came a point in my life where, like, I I had answered like no joke because I went back and I counted. I had answered almost two hundred DMs that day, and it it got to the point where I was just like, I don't fucking want to see another human being for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Because it's always like the the craziest stories. Like, yeah, like I was in the military and I got out, then I got paralyzed, and then my wife left me, and then you know my fucking uh, you know dog fucking got hit by a truck, and then the next guy's like, yeah, my girlfriend gave me fucking you know, an STD, but I still mm. love her, and like this other guy is just like, yeah, I fucking have brain damage, and uh, my fucking wife just had a stroke, and it's just like Jesus Christ, like the like the worst fucking stories. Like I don't know where on my forehead I have tattooed, tell me the fucking worst stories to ever exist. Yeah. But then it's just like, oh, I'm like, well, fuck. Like, if I don't reply to this guy, you know, like, he might kill himself. So, like, here, let me dedicate two hours of my life to each one of these conversations. And, you know, like like Mike said, like, you can't fucking drown trying to save everybody else. And I think that's a really good point. Because I, I think I agree with you. I've kind of always been the same way where I'm the, that type of person where people just feel compelled to start telling me things. And I'm also very much like, you know, um, and you may be the same way, Dan, where I can feel someone's mood immediately. And if they walk in the room and they're in a good mood or a bad mood, no matter what, like I can feel it. And so when I feel like when I hear these stories, I can feel that pain so strongly. And I think that's probably though, to your point, Mike, which is why people like that have to be more careful because you can easily drown. Absolutely. So I yeah, can't even imagine that, how much like, you guys get it. Being super empathetic. Like there's times where like a girl will message me and like immediately I'm just like, she's going to ghost me. Like you can tell people's moods just from like if their energy and like messages change, you know? Sure. Yeah. And like being like super intuitive, you see a lot of these things coming and uh, you know, sometimes you don't cause maybe you misread it. But at the end of the day, like it's almost like you're numb to a lot of things, but then when mm-hmm. something does hit you in the feelings it hits deeper than it should that you know and I've learned like I don't I agree with you because I can tell immediately like if there's someone I'm involved with when their mood or tone changes and I've learned not to say anything because 
I think that people who aren't aren't just naturally very empathetic they don't necessarily get that so it just sounds like you're being super sensitive yeah um and so I've just stopped saying it but I will like tell myself I'm like something's off and something's coming and nine times out of ten it's always been a correct sort of feeling and that can be frustrating because I'm the type where I like to talk about things directly like let's get this out right now but you Mm -hmm. can't be like your tone seems different in the last two text messages because right, then right. you sound fucking insane. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> no, I've, I've kind of learned to stop apologizing for that because I have my, I'm, I'm very good with disclaimers in the beginning of things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, the definition of anger is unfulfilled expectations. And so if she has the expectations that you're going to get married and like be a couple and that doesn't happen, then that's when you're like, oh, I, or she's like, oh, I fucking hate this guy. He's a piece of shit, you know, and all her friends are like, oh, yeah, he's a piece of shit. But realistically, it's just like, well, you never said that you were looking for that. Right. So, like, I stopped apologizing for stuff because I'm like, look, I'd rather tell you what's on my mind than let it fester. Because the biggest problems I've had in relationships is when the other person is, like, thinking through something, but they don't tell me. Then a month or two of them thinking about shit on their own, having their own dialogue. And now all of a sudden it's a fucking crisis. And I'm just being made aware of this. So I'm on the defensive, you know? Yep, I know exactly what you mean. So, I, like, I, I have no yeah. problem. I'll just be like, hey, you're acting differently. Like, what's up? And just because I think that most people know that, like, I, I don't say shit just to say shit. If I'm saying it, it's for a reason. I'm trying to accomplish something. So if I'm taking my time to be like, hey, like, what's up? They're like, okay, like, he's this is coming out of a place of caring. Or they just say fuck off and I never talk to him again. But either, Which is good because then they, those yeah. are the people you want to weed themselves out of your life. Yeah, sometimes the trash takes itself out. Exactly. <laughs> No, I agree completely. Wow. Well, <laughs> let's wrap up this hour. I love you guys so much. Really, yeah. truly. Thank you for coming on my on my podcast. You guys have been amazing to talk to, um, just both from from the fun sexual standpoint, but also just, you know, the other the deeper feels and stuff. I appreciate it so much. So you like a cream pie. Oh, well, right. if you ever come out <laughs> to Virginia Beach, you can uh, definitely catch some deeper feels. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm all about that. I love feels. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys have a wonderful weekend. Thank you too. too. (laughs) Bye. I hope you guys had as much fun listening to this as I had making it. Please follow them on Instagram. Uh, Their main account is Pop Smoke Official, and their podcast is The Smoke Pit Podcast on Instagram. Uh, As always, if you are not following me on Instagram or Twitter, you can find me uh, at Just the Prequel. And if you have any advice, questions, or any feedback, by all means, please send me an email pilfpodcast at gmail.com. Hope you all have a great week.